we're back, ladies and gentlemen, for another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host who scored four touchdowns in Pokai, a.k.a. Al Bundy. <laughs> uh, along my other co-host. The one, the only, G.A. West, who I didn't even play high school football, but... Um... Not only did you score four touchdowns, but you four you, you scored four touchdowns in one game. Exactly, uh, a, a feat that is seldom ever done. Yes, yes. So, uh, <laughs> major props there. Major props there. And then uh, went on. Uh, I understand you went on to become a uh, big time shoe salesman. Yes, with my uh, wife and two kids and dog. <laughs> All right. All right. You know how and, it is. Uh, Living the American dream. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Married with children, that's how they do, right? No pun intended. <laughs> America. I was gonna say, even the Rose uh, fan, like the only thing I always pop for was the theme, the theme song that he had. <laughs> right. It's funny now I think about. It, I don't even know what his theme song was in NWA or like WC or any other you know promotion slash territory. Do you? Yeah, actually, no. Now that you mention it, I, I do not. <laughs> I, I can't even think of. Uh, actually, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I feel like he was done wrestling after he got back from WWE. Okay. Because uh, I don't really remember any after that time period. Okay. Um, and uh, you asked if I'm a Dusty fan. Uh, that theme song, I mean, that is iconic, uh, you know, iconic, if you will. Um, <laughs> right, but that uh, was only for a short time period when he was with uh, Vincent. It what was. was that? Um, I think so, something like, like that. 90 or? <clears throat> yeah, if that long, even, it feels so, like. He was the, the blue collar uh, plumber uh, guy gimmick. In you know NWA, you weren't uh, you didn't check, weren't a fan during that time. Well, uh, so one, I want to correct something because he was not the, the blue collar plumber in the NWA. That that's something that uh, we uh, I think we that grew up as WWF fans we kind of misunderstood. Was so um, it Mandela effect? Uh, Mandela effect, McMahon effect. Okay. Uh, what are the other? Because, because um, yeah, as an adult, so so yeah. Let me preface by saying, as a kid, um, loved the Dusty Rhodes theme song, but was not a big Dusty Rhodes fan. Yep. Um, but I didn't really see his early stuff. Uh, yep. I really was introduced to him as you know the guy with the polka dots. Yep. Um, as an adult watching his earlier stuff, I now understand what the gimmick was supposed to be and how mis- how uh, Vince McMahon under- misunderstood it. Right, but he had like the huge feud, I guess, with the the horseman that was like legendary for, at the time. Yes, and uh, yeah, going back and watching his stuff as an adult, I'm like, okay, I get it. Because here's the deal: so WWF and Vince McMahon, they were like, oh, he's the common man, like he's yeah. like a plumber and like yeah. pizza delivery guy. Yeah, because that that's what Vince McMahon thinks of as the common man. Yeah, um, but but no, his gimmick was he was like the common man that made good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he wasn't supposed to be like some regular guy. Like he was supposed to basically be like a regular guy, but like a superstar. Yep. That's what the gimmick was. It was like, oh, like, and that's why he like he used to cut those promos in WCW. Oh, my hiney's a little bit bigger. 
my belly's a little bit bigger, but you know, I'm I'm still out here hanging out with Willie Nelson and, and you know doing the thing, baby. Yep. And uh, so so yeah, it was misunderstood. Um, you know, and really wasn't until I was an adult and watched back. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Like he's he's just the he's the common guy. He's like if you or me made it as a big superstar. Yeah, but he, he, in WCW NWA, he was presented as a big superstar with the fur coats and hanging out with Willie Nelson and, and all that. But he was a regular guy. That that was the that was what the gimmick was supposed to be. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, but then he gets to WWF and Vince is like, "Oh, the common man, like a plumber, a pizza delivery." It's like, well, they no. tried to with uh, William Regal when he uh, was first introduced. They tried to introduce him as the man's man. That's right. He's a man. Such a man. He's a yeah. real man's man. One of these shows, we got to do like an episode on, on failed gimmicks. Failed like, <laughs> gimmicks with hot theme songs? For like reintroduction failed gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? I like, yeah. got introduced as another gimmick, but it just didn't pan out. I mean, like, Brutus was legendary for having so many uh, gimmicks trying to get back into, you know, whatever promotion he was at. Like, with WCW, it was like five. It was like the Booty Man, the Zodiac. <laughs> um, uh, what was the gimmick when he was with, uh, when he had the ballet with, um, with Kimberly? Was that the Booty Man? Uh, that different? Uh, oh, I think that might have been the Booty Man, yeah. All right. Now I'm trying to think. There was Booty Man, there was Zodiac, there was uh, the, the, the Disciple. But that he sort of has some life for that. As the disciple? Yeah. Little bit. Little you know bit. It, it was sort of like it wasn't the barber gimmick, you know, which was legendary. Uh, but I mean like he he had a program as a disciple. That's true. That's true. And he was part of One Warrior Nation briefly. Exactly. So I mean that wasn't I mean, for his WCW tenure, I, I guess that was the best out the gimmicks that he had over there. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah but no in, in the future definitely get to do something like that but uh, I was gonna say we have uh actually a lot to catch up on because um uh our last episode was the prelude to the rumble so now the rumble yes. has happened and a lot of storylines have uh, begun leading us up in, into um uh Wrestlemania uh which will be uh in California uh Hollywood to be exact yes. uh, is California it- Knows uh, how to party. <laughs> first week of April this year, or is it late April? I I believe it's the first week of April. I I want to say it's the third and fourth, if I recall correctly. Okay. All right. Cool. So uh, with that being said, um, so this year's Rumble was actually pretty uh decent um in regards to yeah. uh you know drama and storylines. Uh, they also had the two Rumbles, uh, the male and the female Rumble. Which yeah. uh, are you a fan of? Um, I don't mind it actually. It's funny. I do not like two elimination chambers. Right. Um, I'm like, nah, just have one of those. But I'm like, the two rumbles, the male and female, I don't mind that. I felt like this year, especially, they did them both really well. Yeah. Um, I was shocked that they opened with the men's rumble. But I understood with, you know, once you get to the main event, it was like, oh, right, because this. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, and. Uh, the rumble actually went fairly fast, you know. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. I mean, they still had multi, a multitude of uh, you know wrestlers in the ring at the, at one time. Uh, but you know, it, it was bang, 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 bang. You know, let's 
get our spots in and still uh you know tell a story at the same time yeah yeah it was actually i thought it was really well done um i watched uh some video where they actually i actually i forget if it was a video that i watched or an article that i read but they actually um timed the timer really uh, yeah and it's interesting because this year um you know they announced it was going to be 90 seconds i think between each competitor yes um but uh the the group that timed the timer they found the average time in between competitors was one minute 48 seconds so less than two minutes wow impressive yeah impressive uh, yeah but uh i found that interesting because i was like well if your average time is one minute 48 you probably yeah. could have announced it as two minute intervals. Yeah. Um, Just to round it off. Yeah, because that's what it used to be when it first started. Really? Yeah, like that Ric Flair rumble. And this is the only reason I remember that is there was it was two minute intervals um, in between each competitor. Okay. And uh, I forget what year they changed it to 90, but I want to say that was somewhere around like 95, somewhere in that time period. They changed okay. it to 90 seconds in between each competitor. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. In the you know uh, competition, all the guys look strong. Uh, surprisingly, there wasn't a, a lot of there wasn't other than Booker T as a cameo. There wasn't any big name cameo appearances. You know, of a past present stars or even just you know uh, entertainers and you know in general. Uh, like it was a couple of you know other rumbles. Yeah, uh, which I I actually like that though. Um, I felt like everybody that was in the rumble felt like yeah. not quite like they could win it, but kind of like they could win it. Well, yeah, especially um Gunther being yeah. number two of the first. Uh, he was number and, one. Yeah, so he pulled. He was almost a la a la Flair, which is respectful. Yeah. He has a great build, so you expect him to be one of the guys that sustain. You know, especially if he's like the head. Onto of his, you know, uh, stable. You expect him to stay for a while. <clears throat> for sure. You know? uh, uh, I was actually surprised that uh, the other two members of Imperium were not in the Rumble at any point. I thought they uh, were. You sure? I'm not positive. Now that you I, mention I it, felt like, um, uh, the, I'm blanking out his name, but he has the bald head. I felt like I saw him um, appear. I want to say, but um, yeah, like just going back to Gunther being a strong uh, candidate in the, um, the Rumble. Yeah, uh, Sheamus looked good in there. That they yep. were number one and two respectively. Yeah, uh, uh, a surprise though was the very well uh, was um, Brock's elimination. Though it was yes. Bobby Lashley though, so it looked credible. Um, yep. You know, but you know, uh, cheers and for then, Brock uh, doing the yeah. work. You know, probably getting a nice little paycheck off of like ten minutes of action. If that, <laughs> if that, if that. <laughs> and uh, I actually read uh, online apparently Brock's bah, flip out after the match. Yep. Um, it was planned, but it wasn't planned. Like it was one of those like, okay, Brock's gonna get eliminated, and Brock's gonna flip out. Yep. But like, uh, supposedly, like people didn't know like he was gonna like hit the ring steps on the desk and throw the desk in the ring and. Uh, attack the referee yeah um and, and apparently people were mad about the desk being thrown in the ring because they didn't know and i'm like oh i get that you know i'm yep. like if i was a wrestler i'd want to know that something's getting thrown at me <laughs> like, yeah. yeah um and then uh with the referee he attacked apparently um that not that it caused a major problem but that referee was supposed to be the one that um at the end of the match held up cody's hand 
Okay. But because he got attacked by Brock, like they had to switch up and get a different ref to do it. Oh, okay. So, so that's yeah, what I, the dirt I, sheets are saying from, online. Yeah, if you're from the ref's perspective, you'd rather be the the ref to be at the end of the rumble. I can see that being sucky yeah. for you. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, this is going to be, you know, not that you really have a moment as a ref, but you kind of, right. you know, I guess it's kind of the moment. Yeah, for like replay packages and stuff like that, you get this definitely. You know, you know, uh, show your kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, Brock being in there, uh, obviously, you know, Lashley was in there. Actually, he had a quick—I want to say quick elimination, but I thought he'd be there a little longer. Same. Uh, I, I thought we would get uh, the hurt business in there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, like as I mentioned, Booker T made a brief cameo appearance. Uh, you could definitely tell that Father Time has, uh, he, you know, uh, tapped in the Booker because them kicks were as high as they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> he was Very able to you know, get that pop from his uh, spinner rooney, and then you know it was, you know, business as usual. For sure. Uh, but it was I, nice to see Booker good. T out there, though. He looked good, all things considered. Yeah, for being well. Uh, like, mid-50s? Yeah, at least, right? So they were saying on online that the Kofi, did he botch his spot? Like his yeah. Leader? He was supposed to land on the chair. Like other then, year. Uh, yeah, yep. But uh, unfortunately, the chair tipped over and Kofi smacked face first. Yeah. On the concrete. DDT'd himself, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. But I mean, thankfully, with Rumbles, if you're not the schedule guy to actually win the actual thing, I mean, really... It might throw a little kink in the order of business, but I mean, that's in the grand scheme, not that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. But but it does. Uh, you know, you, you got to feel for Kofi because that's you know his spot, and this is the second year in a row now that uh, he's botched it. Really? Yes. So what happened last year? It, last it sent the shit over again. I forget if it was a chair last year or what he was supposed to land on, and he ended up just landing on the ground or something. Like, oh, uh, okay. But, yeah, but I felt for him. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of any uh, highlights before we mention Cody. Uh, oh, um, Seth was always obviously in there to uh, you know set up for Cody, so that wasn't yeah. too much of a, of a surprise. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other memorable. Uh, oh, spot. Logan Paul and Ricochet. Yes, uh, both got height off of the. Uh, I want to say it was almost like the you know. Van Terminator, uh, the Terminator. <laughs> they do it from the top of the ropes, and then they do that mid-air, like body clothesline. I guess you could call yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to call it. Yeah. Um, mid-air collision. Yeah, props to Logan Paul. Uh, athleticism. Man, yeah. Get right. Not uh, that you know he always get busy like that, but and also we'll talk about the uh, trial and error, not trial and error, but the, the rate of difficulty to not watch that move. Oh yeah, that that could, seriously. Woo. That could have gone wrong on so many levels. Yeah, if you slip, you know, a wobbly rope, and then you right. know, face first. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or like if they didn't time it just right, and like one guy ends up eating another guy's kneecap or something. Like, oh yeah, or oh, you get like a knee to the face. Yeah. Woo. But yeah, nice hot high spot. Um, yeah. Uh, impressive on, on both. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what, how they use Logan in the future. Because, you know, if he can have a good program, say we're like a Ricochet, good stuff. 
definitely. Uh, the rumor and innuendo is it's going to be Logan Paul and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Okay. Rather, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand, but uh, oh, I think uh, Logan Paul and Seth Rollins will be good, though. Yeah, I think so. But I think I, I know how that's going to sort of play out uh, in my head. Um, but we saw uh, Dominic Mysterio uh, taking his apparently beating up his father we, that we don't know, but came down with it in the ring with his mask. Yes, ex-con Dom. Yeah. Uh, what, what, and, what's, your, what's your take on Dom so far? Now it's been like a, almost a year of his healed him. I think um, he should have spent some more time working out in the yard because okay. uh, he was having difficulty tearing apart Ray's mask. <laughs> 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 also probably uh, should have put a uh, got a pair of scissors before going out and put that little, like you just do a little snip like on the edge. Yeah. And then like, uh, makes it. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah. to be like a comedy heel. I think he has like a good look though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just thinking at the Rumble, I was laughing when he was coming out because you could tell oh. he was trying to like tear the mask apart. Yeah. And it just like wasn't working. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and no, I definitely. Uh, what, what, what do you think about his work, work rate? Uh, major improvement um, since you know since he started to where he's at now. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I feel for him because I'm like he had to basically learn on national TV. Um, do, you expect, do you expect him to be like a lucha style like his father? When you expect to, you know, that being his son, do you expect like just any a different style when you, you know, watch him? I mean, I expect lucha because it's Rey Mysterio's kid. Okay. You know, it's yeah. uh, Prince Mysterio. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, you definitely expect Lucha. Okay. Um, but with that being said, I don't expect him to be his dad. Right. Um, his, his dad was really special, uh, or I should say, is really special. Like he's, you know, um, I actually just uh, yesterday was watching SummerSlam 2002. Yeah. Um, and the opening match was Kurt Angle Rey Mysterio. Yes, you mentioned that before, and there was a great five-star match. Yes, um, and, and watching it yesterday uh, for the first time in a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, like this is why everyone talks about Rey Mysterio, the Giant Killer, because yep. like he's he's in there with a you know, and we're talking prime Rey Mysterio and prime Kurt Angle. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, like Mysterio is making Angle look silly because he's like moving so fast and doing like his lucha stuff. <laughs> And okay. uh, so, so like it worked. You were like, "Oh yeah, I believe Mysterio could win this match because like he's so fast and does these like little tricky things." Yep. Um, you know, just as an example, he opens the match, um, angles in the ring first. Angle, you know, they play Mysterio's music. Angles looking at the um, the rampway, and uh, but Mysterio comes from behind, does a springboard into the ring where he lands on Angle's shoulders, like yep. his shins on Angle's shoulders, yep. and uh, flips him over. So it's like a Hurricane Rana kind of. Nice. Um, yeah, yep. And then uh, and then did like a bunch of other like just really fast moves, like yep. where it was like Angle had to like react, like it was like, oh, drop toe hold and like, you know, another Hurricane Rana. And like, it was just like, oh, like, and it was just so fast and so crisp. And it was like, yeah, like this is like what everyone talks about. <laughs> okay okay yeah definitely gonna have to uh check it out one of these days uh sure. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. <clears throat> but yeah. Uh. So they'll probably be setting up uh, a match between him and Ray since we never saw what happened to Ray. You know, not making it to the as a Rumble. Um. And you know, entry. Uh. So they might be setting setting up a you know program with those two. Which should be yeah. easy for Dominic. If you're gonna be on a WrestleMania, you might as well have your pops be able to carry the match to make you look good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, especially uh, for, so for me, the most entertaining part about Dominic is him and uh, Mommy Rhea. Yeah, uh, but I have to assume. Yeah, I have to assume she will not be by his side at WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, because well, well, I guess we'll get to that later. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, so I guess to uh, you know wrap up the males rumble, we did have uh, the return of the American Nightmare, uh, Cody Rhodes. Um, yes, because wrestling has more than one royal family. Yep, and he uh, went up against his uh, old, uh, you know, f- um, uh, uh, I'm blanking out on the word for, for Seth, but his, his old adversary, oh, rival, adversary, rival, yeah. yeah. Uh, brain just shut down for a minute, but yeah, uh, rival uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, it was them two, Gunther, I believe, and who's the final four? Um, I'm trying to think, was it Logan Paul? Was it Logan? Yes, so, L- Logan eliminated Seth. I know that much. All right, so then who did Cody eliminate at the end? Cody eliminated Gunther at the end. That was the last okay. guy. All right, so yeah, so those were the final four. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. But Cody was the 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 uh, last uh, participant. Now, if you yes. fan, would you rather have Cody been number one and survive all those competitors, or just have him last guy come in Hogan style and then just you know all she wrote? Uh, if I was fantasy booking, I would have had him come in at number twenty-seven personally. Why twenty-seven? That's uh, I don't know if it's still the most Rumble winners, but at one time it was the most Rumble winners, one from number 27. Really, yes, okay, all right, uh, but okay, so yeah, so now we have um, you know, uh, Cody came back, um, he looked like his uh, his injury though, looked like it was, I don't know if it was my eyes playing tricks on me, they were still bruised, uh, yeah, it looked like that to me too, a little bit, yeah, like you can see where the incision was, but I was like. It look a little like reddish over <laughs> yeah yeah I know exactly what you're talking about he came back too soon like but maybe that's all about the last participant maybe like he didn't want to wear and tear it if he was like early in the rumble that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking you know I don't think it was probably too soon because the good thing it's a rumble so you can bring uh-huh. him out last and he doesn't have to do too much you know right right and now he's got you know until April to heal right yeah, because oh, all the promos, you know, that he wants to against you know, Roman. Roman, could that be? Uh, do they know if that's gonna be day one or day two so far? His match. Uh, 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 it's believed that'll headline day two. Okay, but that okay. will be the the final thing. Okay, okay. So uh, yeah, that was the uh, males rumble. Uh, I don't have the card in front of me. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I can get it, but I do know I think up next was the Pitch Black Mountain Dew. Ah, yes, Ellie Knight and uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, the Mountain Dew uh, match. A.K.A. the Cosmic Bowling match, I call it. <laughs> A.K.A. Yeah, 
What was um Sasha and Naomi's tag team name? Um, something like Feel the Glows or no? Yeah, what was it? Money Glow. Yeah, that's what the match looked like. It was it right. Backlight party. A- AKA uh, indoor golf. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, a very quick match, rightfully so. Yeah. Yes, you know, rightfully you know, so. Yeah, you still got the women's rumble in these time. But um, yeah, so I was surprised that um, it wasn't a squash, but Bray got in the majority of the offense against uh, LA Knight. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that myself, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the atmosphere was cool. Bray had a new um, a new uh, 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 mask. Uh, yeah. And then with neon lights, uh, it showed off his like, he had like neon type style tattoos all over his, you know, his torso. Yes. Uh, which was cool. Um, LA had like the ultra neon trunks, so you can see where he's <laughs> right. Uh, and like we said, uh, Bray went over, but then at the end, we saw uh, Uncle Howdy, uh, with the botch, um, yeah, the kamikaze drop. <laughs> he was way so basically to set up Bray, you know, they uh were fighting uh after the match, uh, into the crowd on like a like a I don't know, like a Second stage, I guess you could call it. Yeah, yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah, basically, Bray beat up LA to lay on this like platform while uh, Uncle Howdy did like a uh, off the was it like a senton or yeah, it was like a senton, um, okay. just kind of free fall. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like I, I always feel like his hands were even in his pockets. Like, yeah, like where the camera was, even the angle they couldn't help out. But where Bray, what uh, LA was, and Uncle Howdy. How these uh, jump off the top was like three feet away from one of each other. Yeah, you know, like it looked like Uncle Howdy basically just jumped to his own doom. Yeah, he like tried to do the shaming man, and all after after the fall, we just saw nothing but fire uh, shoot up. So yeah. to indicate like that he killed L.A. Knight or whatever the case may be. But, <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I mean, that was. It was one of the filler matches. Uh, unfortunately, I only give that, if I had to rate it, I only give that probably like a three out of five. If that would maybe like a two out of five stars. Yeah. Uh, the buildup was better than the, the, you know, final product, unfortunately. Agreed. Um, I feel like, unfortunately, this was a, uh, I mean, this was just product placement for the sake of product placement. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going into it, they like they they kept being like every week, like we don't even know what kind of match this is, like, <laughs> and that's not a good sign. The and, thing I, and then what? I'm just surprised though, because like Bray has a great mind for like you know doing programs as far as like setting the atmosphere, and this one was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I got to assume there was. Uh, some zeros involved in this match, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then again, those two, I thought it was an odd program just to throw those two together anyway. Agreed. Although I liked it. I, I'm a big LA Knight fan, as we've discussed. And right. uh, I feel like him and Bray on the mic, I liked what they were doing together. So, yeah, so it was one of those, I mean, wrestlings always have those like great build-ups within the match. But, you know, it, it happens a lot of times. Yeah, like they say on the uh, Bruce Pritchard podcast, which is one of the best podcasts that's not ours. Um, he's like, you know, oh, it was great. And then the bell rang. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, almost like certain wrestlers, they have a great a great look, a great package. But when they when they get into the ring, it's womp womp womp, you know. Yeah, no, for sure, that definitely happens. Yeah. Um, so uh, after that, we have Bianca Bel- uh, Belair against Alexis Bliss uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I was in and out of this match uh, just because I was tired and uh, I was like, yeah, I know who's got to go over. So I, I was <laughs> too attentive. I understand. I, I definitely understand. Um, I watched the match. We uh, we had company over. Yep. And uh, so we were all watching together. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I also, I had a feeling that, you know, Miss Belair was going to retain her championship as she should. Yep. Um, the Alexa Bliss thing. I'm curious where this is going with the uh, Bray Wyatt connection. Okay. Um, yeah, they do like the vignettes, uh, promos with her and Uncle Howdy as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like people online do not want her to be with Bray Wyatt, but okay. I I don't know. Um, I, I'm not really sure why. Um, <laughs> I just I just feel like that's that's the sentiment that I see on the interweb. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I don't mind the idea of it. I'm curious, you know, just to be like, all right, well, where where do you go with it? Let's see what they do. Right, I got you. I got you. You know, it helps spice up the character for you know that particular person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now that moves us on to the women's Royal Rumble. Um, yep. to have the to earn the winner to earn their respective match at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, the obviously we mentioned uh, Rhea uh, earlier in the uh, podcast. Um, yeah. But I was gonna say we had some um, some uh, oldies and goodies. Uh, Michelle McCool uh, coming from the crowd. Yeah. Um, Taker's wife. Was that Taker's ex? Right. No, that's his wife. That's the current. Yeah. What, what those, his... those were those are their kids. I was gonna say, what was Taker's ex? Wasn't she also a wrestler? She was not a wrestler, but she briefly was involved in a program with DDP. Yeah. What was her name? Sarah. Ah, okay, but she wasn't okay. Which, but uh, which Taker had tattooed on his throat. I remember that. Yeah. Which, yeah. Ooh, around the Adam's apple too. Um, yep. Talk about you- a rough divorce. <laughs> Were you a fan of Michelle um, when she was wrestling during like the, the early 2000 times? Personally, I don't think I was. I honestly vaguely even like I remember her, but like I'm like her and uh, she had like a tag team partner. Yes. Um, I remember who. Uh, yeah, same. Um, uh, yeah, for the life of me now, I can't think of who, who she was. It was um, a big right? No, definitely not. I feel like it was a Latina girl. Um, um Mel, uh, Melinda, not Melinda. Um, uh, John, Johnny, um, uh, Nitro's ex is it her, Melina? Oh, uh, Melina. It wasn't her. No, it wasn't her. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't remember who the partner was. But but yeah, okay. I'm like yeah, I don't feel like, you know. I feel like uh, number one, I feel like I wasn't glued to wrestling at that time when Michelle McCool oh. was doing her thing. Right, right, right. And, right, right. Uh, and I definitely was not really into women's wrestling at that time. No disrespect to the women. Yeah. Um, just it, it was different then than it is now. 
Right, right, right. It was the, the work rate wasn't as solid, maybe. Right, exactly. So well, that I used to be the bathroom I, break. But yeah, but it's also more in pockets too, because you know the when uh, Medusa, aka Lonzo Blaze, was wrestling, it was it was going they were going hard, just as hard the guys yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Her and Bull knocking, 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 Ano. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. You had like your Trish Stratus Alitas. Um, yep. Yeah. Victoria. Victoria. Yep. Uh, Molly Holly. Yeah, Molly Holly. There were women that could get down. Like, Jacqueline. no question. Yeah, Jacqueline. Like, um, Jazz. Jazz. Yeah. Did she? I, did she retire recently? I want to say. I think. She, yeah, I think she did. Her and her husband Rodney Mack. Did you like Rodney Mack in the um, Three Minute Challenge? Yeah, I thought they could have done more with him. Yeah, he um, had the look. Yeah, he had the look. I felt like you know that Three Minute Challenge gimmick was over. Like, but I was gonna say, uh, as a worker, did he ever have like a like a twenty minute, like ten minute, fifty? Like, did he have like a long duration match though? In in during I, that time, I don't remember seeing Eddie. Yeah, same here. So I wasn't sure if he could really go to you know the distance per se. Well, I'll say this actually, because um, I feel you on that. But he, he doesn't have to. I, uh, I I learned this lesson actually last night. A uh, promoter said to me, he was like, "One thing we often forget as wrestlers, yeah, we don't have to wrestle." What does that mean? It means like you can if you're giving the crowd what they want. Yeah, you, you don't have to really like do a lot. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. And so I'm like, yeah, you could have if the three minute challenge is getting over, you don't yep. have to do long matches. Like, but but how long Gold, do do look at Goldberg. Yeah, but how long can you do a three minute gimmick match? You know what I'm saying? The gimmick was, you know, the three minute match of, you know, that. Like, how long can that, how, how long does it have legs for? You know what I mean? Well, to me, I'm like, if I'm running it, you, you run it yep. for a while and then you've got someone that lasts the three minutes. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, now we've got a rematch, and then the, you know you only go five minutes though in the rematch. Okay. Like and you okay. still have Rodney Mack win, um, but it's like wow, this guy like took him past the three minutes. Like no one's done that. But, but it was mostly you know, jobs though. Don't that make him look weak if he had a five minute jobber match? Well, well, don't make it a jobber. You know, oh, like okay. make it a, a, a mid card or undercard guy. Uh, 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 man. Excuse me, people. Wolf. Um, but but yeah, uh, you make it a mid card or undercard guy, and uh, you know you get that guy over in not beating Rodney Mack, but just lasting the three minutes. Okay. Um, and then you know they have a five minute match where Rodney Mack gets the win, and it's like, oh, but good for the guy for lasting that long against him. You know, uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was over, and he, he his matches didn't go long. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it depends. Like when he got a, a jail, some of his uh, fights were a little longer, like Holyfield and Lennox Lewis. But yeah, when he first True. got out, like against like Peter McNeely and um, uh, Frank Bruno, those guys. Yeah, yeah, he they were like he, one round knockups when started. Like, yeah, and the thing was like, by the time you ordered a pay per view, the mat, the fight would be over. Right, right. And uh, but Tyson was over, so so yeah, you don't have to have a long match to get over uh, if booked right. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, back to the Women's Rumble. Um, so- <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we got to, to Robbie uh, back in the three-minute challenge. Made an appearance. Uh, I'm trying to think, was there any other um, memorable uh, spots from the Women's uh, Rumble? Uh, that's a good question. I'm trying to let's see. Natty Neidhart made her return. Because she's been gone for oh, a minute. Uh, I guess we could mention um, Edge, uh, his wife, Beth Phoenix. Oh, Beth. In the Ben's Rumble. Yep. Uh, oh, actually, she was in the Women's Rumble, too. But, but yeah, she uh, came out during the Men's Rumble. Because I was just mentioning that, like, at one point, Judgment was like in the, in the Rumble all, like the whole stable was like in the Rumble themselves. Yes. It made sense for Edge to come out and then it made sense for Beth Phoenix to come out, you know, for Rhea's situation. Yes, yep. But, uh, yeah. Um, with that said, Rhea uh, Ripley uh, won the Women's uh, Royal Rumble. So she'll go on the face with Charlotte on that. Yes, yep. She has declared she wants Charlotte, which uh, Rhea was the right choice to win. And what, 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 Bianca and Charlotte to have, because they're both respected. One's the Raw champ and the other one's the uh, SmackDown champ. Wait, what were you saying? I was going to say, when, for Mania, wouldn't it have been better to have Bianca and Charlotte go up against each other? Unify the belts? Yeah. I feel like then you've got the Roman problem. But unlike Roman, they're not part-timers, though. Know what I mean? Uh, Charlotte kind of. <laughs> All right. I don't okay. know that Charlotte wants to work Mondays. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, ah, yeah, that's true. But uh, I, no, but I definitely agree. Rhea was the right one. Uh, she's yeah. in a a hot storyline right now because everybody. We always yeah. talk about one line, but the retribution, not retribution, judgment, uh, judgment day. Yeah, their um stable just says. Not just as. Let's <laughs> let's not go too far. Right, but I'm gonna say like if Bloodline's, you know, you know, top stable, then they're not too like, you know what I'm saying? Well, they're the only other there's no her business and no other strong stable, so I would say they would be second. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. One, and, and they've been entertaining. Yeah, number one, number two. Especially with Dominic's been carrying most of the, the legwork. Yeah, yeah. You know, far, judgment yeah. day, they the twos. Yeah, because bloodline is the ones. Yeah, because Damian Priest ain't really doing a whole lot of story, like you know, personality wise. Same thing with Finn; it's mostly Dominic. Yeah, and Bob no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, um, but it's but it's been good stuff, and yep. uh, it's funny. Dominic Mysterio going to jail um, has completely, I I feel like, changed the bloodline. Like now, Finn's wearing the like purple bandana, like. And uh, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to be more like gangster, for lack of a better term. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but I don't mind it. I, I like I like what they've been doing. I, I like Damian Priest. Um, he's actually growing more on me e- each week. Yeah, he needs uh, to. I think he, he, he's gonna have a breakout moment right now. I don't really see it, but I feel like it's it's you know it's, it's due. coming. Yeah. yeah it, yep. It's coming. Just don't know how. Right, right. But, yeah, yeah. But then what? That. But what would be like? You know, what I'm saying the the payoff though between those two button heads, like either disband the group, which would be probably bad for everyone, because I don't think individually they all can stand 
you know, going forward, they're better as a group than, you know, individually, especially Dominic. So, like, what happened, like, what would be, like, the, the long play, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess it's something you just don't do it anytime soon. Right. Um, because, yeah, I think the group is the best thing for all of them, except for, like, like Rhea could be fine on her own, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. But uh, with that being said, she helps solidify the group. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so moving on now, we have the main event. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, fighting uh, Kevin Owens for the uh, Undisputed uh, Universal Championship. Yeah, Roman Reigns with his four and a half minute entrance. Yeah, got, got a lot. And surprisingly, they had a lot of time for this match too, because all the other yeah. matches like hit the whoever did the math on the other matches hit a, did the nail on the head. Definitely. Uh, shout out to Triple H because uh, I have to. You know, this is the first Triple H Royal Rumble, so I have yep. to assume he uh, had a major part in it with how well it went. Yeah, like how fast it's, it flowed and yeah, smoothly. Yep, exactly. Uh, so, you know, uh, said Pat Patterson used to be the guy that, that put these together. Yeah, because it was his and, baby. Uh, right, right. You know, and uh, I think Triple H is going to do a good job of uh, living up to that legacy. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, we don't, we still, we're still up in the air with this whole Vince. Sell may not sell situation, so we're sort of at, at hostage to know what the future is going to be like. But for the time that being, if everything stays on the course of things, then uh, yeah. And it seems like they're getting more sponsorships. Like we just discussed the Mountain Dew match and yeah. other product placements are now popping up left and right. So who, who knows? Um, yeah, supposedly there's going to be a Cinnamon Toast Crunch match at Mania. Really? That's what the rumor is. Okay, okay. Um, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Roman against uh, Kevin was pretty much you know a broad type style match. We knew it was going to be a lot of interference, um, you know, because there's the bloodline, so you, you can't see one without the other. Yeah. So this is when we came to a head, the crescendo of the Sami Zayn bloodline uh, storyline. Uh, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, we knew it was coming. All good things can yeah. last. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Six months of it anyway, so that's you know, it's fine by me. Yeah, it went longer than it was supposed to, they're saying. Uh, okay. Supposed, okay. Supposedly, it was only supposed to last like a few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. But okay. then uh, it, it got over, so they, yep. they're like, all right, well, we'll roll with it. Yeah, as you should, as you should. Like, thankfully, yeah. Vince was behind it, because if it was, if, if Vince was, it probably would only lasted a week, and then it would have been like some goofy comic comic style like ending you know it wouldn't have been what it was <clears throat> no I feel you uh, and uh, yeah what it was was beautiful yeah, it was very very emotional uh, so basically uh, Roman defeated Kevin uh, you know obviously interference by the bloodline which set up uh, you know a beat down on Kevin Owens after the match by the Usos uh, which you know was a decent beat down had him chained uh, to the ropes uh, you know, giving like seven super kicks to his face. Uh, yeah. You know, which was, which was, which was good. Uh, then to, you know, put the cherry on the top, they were going to do, I believe, a chair shot while he was, you know, dazed out on the on the ropes. But yeah. I wrote, told, uh, you know, Sammy to do because, you know, Roman had doubts. Of- well, no, no. Roman didn't tell Sammy to do it at first. 
stopped it. That was it. Right, right. That's what. Right. Uh, even better. Yeah, enough was enough. Uh, yeah. Then he asked him to like prove himself that he had doubts leading up to you know his uh, allegiance. With the right. And then that's when we saw you know Sammy turn on Roman with a chair shot. Yes, Seth Rollins style. Oh, we knew that was gonna happen, but then we got another you know uh, twist in the turn. We had Jay, the the Uso of the two that you know was the last to uh, you know embrace Sammy. Get on board, yeah. Yeah, uh, stopped uh, the other bloodline uh, from attack. Well, they attacked Sammy, gave him a yeah. small. Then they were gonna go even further, but then Jay stopped, stopped there. Like enough was enough. So we were like, what? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that was really, I, I mean, just the whole thing so well done. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got to back up a little bit because we didn't talk about this um, on the last podcast. So uh, did you see the Raw before the Rumble with the trial of Sami Zayn? Yeah. That, oh, man. Great TV. Great TV. Yes, yes. Um, and for those that didn't see it, you know, they basically, Paul Heyman set it up that Sami Zayn was a traitor and, like, did not belong in the bloodline. And uh, Sami had no defense. Sami was just like, I, I got nothing. Like, you know, he, he was basically like, you guys are going to feel how you're going to feel. Um, and so, you know, Roman told, you know, Roman gets mad. He's like, you're not even going to defend yourself? Like, yeah, and he's like, Solo! And uh, right before Solo can deliver the, the spike of doom, Jay Uso, of all people, comes to Sammy's defense, like, hold up, hold up, hold up, like, <laughs> and uh, ha has the evidence, like, showing Sammy's loyalty to the group. Yep. Yep. Um, no one expected that. Nope. Um, so that was, like you said, great TV. And so then, yeah, you get to the Rumble, and you've got, you know, Sammy doing the Seth Rollins uh, chair shot. And <laughs> It was like, um, you know, E2 Brutus, um, you know, for those that remember their Greek history. Yeah. Um, and uh, but, but then and again, just every every little detail here was huge because um, yeah. you got Roman, the look on Roman's face, that E2 Brutus and that Jimmy Uso, the one that was always down with Sammy, they even had the secret handshake and everything. <laughs> he, he quickly pulled that trigger. Pow, pow, super kick like, <laughs> like didn't even question it like it was just like oh, pow, you know done yeah. um, so 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 that even like just, like I said every little detail and then like you said Jay being the one like no enough is enough and Jay walking out on the family yeah all, all, all bro broken up yeah um, so, so you need yes. this the mania yeah yeah, going to Mania. Now to see this, the funny thing, well not funny thing, but like the crazy thing is like, now, where do we go in regards to like? I sort of feel like, you know, Roman might have a potential program. Spoiler alert: maybe against you know either Sammy or tag team on day one of WrestleMania. Uh, obviously, he has the program with Cody, but does this overshadow the program of Cody now? Like, if you, you know, what I'm saying like. Cody's returns was be all, you know, it's gonna be like historic, do for his father, but then you still got the fallout for the whole bloodline storyline that no one probably anticipated would be you know, so hot. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're in a they're in a tough spot 
Um, <laughs> I, I actually think that that's why Cody was number 30. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't want anyone to think it was Sami Zayn. Uh, okay. Like, like I think it was like, oh, like, we don't want anyone to think it's Sami Zayn or The Rock. So well, everybody... At the point now, The Rock now, yeah. Uh, he won't be probably making no in ring yeah. appearance. He can still make an appearance a la cameo, like a run in or something, you know what I'm saying? At Mania, but I don't think he's gonna be in a program. That's at, what they're saying. Yeah, at this point, and, uh, right? When February, we got two months left, you know? Yeah, but, you know, with that and, being and Roman's already got a more than full car. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, do we shift things around and make the bloodline day day two, you know, the, like the crescendo, or still keep that as Cody's time to shine. I think we still keep that as Cody's time to shine. Okay. Um, what I'm curious about is, uh, and it's funny because I'm like, there's a lot of ways they could, a lot of lot of ways and things they could do, but yep. uh, the, the the next um, premium live event is in Montreal. Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, so I mean there's a lot of things they could do um, I don't think they'll do this but okay. they could have Sammy beat Roman in Montreal and then Sammy and Cody at Wrestlemania I don't think anybody wants to see that though that's why I don't think they'll do it you want to make sell no, uh, no tickets uh... yeah. hey it's already sold out so... oh it is? <laughs> yeah oh, okay alright well you might not get no merch then <laughs> right that, yeah yeah no merch no you know um, so, so yeah, that's why I don't think they would do it because yeah, no one wants to see Sammy and Cody. Hey, but, story, it'll make no sense, right? But I'm like, but you've got a, but but I, I, basically my point though, they've got a lot of options um, because they've got that show in Montreal. Um, yeah, I feel like this is almost like when uh, Rock versus Hogan, but they weren't the main event. It was Triple H and Chris Jericho, but nobody cared less about that at WrestleMania 18. Like it was all yeah, about, yeah. All about, I feel like the same thing is going to be like all about Sammy and Roman if they do a you know if not that like it'll be it'll just be a bloodline themed thing that would gravitate all the attention and then Cody just be like in the shadow be like hey don't forget about me <laughs> definitely um, and if they're smart they're going to have Cody help Sammy um, you think so you don't think that <sighs> And like, when I say that, like, I don't mean necessarily help help him win. Right. But, like, just, if Sammy's getting beat up, like, have Cody come make the save. That's almost just like saying, like, the, so you'll lose track, you know, attention to me. I'm going to put myself in this major hot storyline so you'll forget about me. That's exactly what that would be. But, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just, I guess for, like, your comp, I mean, your confidence, that's sort of like a, like, yeah, all right, but it's going to be. It'd be interesting leading up, like so. Much, like you said, so many variables on the table. Yes, but, man. What to do? I'm, I'm, I'm excited because it's, it's, it's not actually like the run in the middle. Like, all right, this guy won a mania at the Rumble, set up for the Mania title. All right, win and loser, get the rematch at Backlash, and rinse and repeat. You know what I'm saying? Like other years, right? Right. Totally different. You know what I'm saying? This is like. One of those like lightning in a bottle type things where you don't know what's, what can happen. <clears throat> yeah, all around. Yep. And uh, yeah, which is like the, the, the bloodline thing, 
you know, with Sammy, that is, uh, you know, uh, it was a, at Rumble was the, I think the right time, either the Rumble or Survivor Series was the right time, either one to like put that, you know, that turn into order, you know? Yeah. Probably um, actually better because you have more time leading up to Mania to like do different like things compared to Survivor Series, you had to like stretch it a little longer. I, I feel you, um, and I think uh, I think the Rumble was perfect because of it not happening at Survivor Series, yep. where like it could have like. So I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, um, you know, people thought it might happen at Survivor Series in the Elimination yep. Chamber, and it didn't. So now you're like, oh wow, like you know, Sammy's the really in there. Like now I think about the only way it would have been good for Survivor, it would have been good for Cody if that happened at Survivor Series. It would give him more time coming back at the Rumble to do his thing because it was, it was. I won't say it would have worn off by like the Rumble, like the whole bloodline thing, but it would have been so as hot if you know as it is now. Yeah, like coming off the Rumble, no one even cares that Cody won. Exactly. So if they did it at the Survivor Series and Cody came back at the Rumble, it would give him some more breathing room. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so 2023 Royal Rumble, I put up, <clears throat> uh, I want to say it was my favorite Rumble, but I put up there in the top five. Yeah, same. You know? Uh, completely the same. Um, due to the Due to the pace, due to the emotion from... Well, actually, the funny thing is, it wasn't the, really the Rumble that put it over. It was like the whole main event match. Yeah. Like, if you took away Sammy, um, Kevin versus Roman, and you just had the Rumble to close out the show with, you know, Cody, you know, closing out the, the show and, you know, fade to black. I don't know if I would, you know, rank it that high. I, I feel you. Um, probably not. This almost uh, felt like media in itself. Yeah, it, it really did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now this bloodline thing, man, it's huge. Roman is the head of the table because, like, they—I mean, the bloodline—they are putting food on everybody's plate. Uh, that's what you tune in to watch is them, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're doing—they're they're killing it, just absolutely killing it. Yeah. Um, so that was 2023 Royal Rumble. Uh, as we—I uh, don't—I uh, don't think we mentioned, but you were supposed to wrestle that same day of the rumble um so you know let us know what exactly happened because you said you had a show actually this past weekend so what happened a week ago and then tell us what happened yesterday uh yeah um <clears throat> so a week ago osiris was supposed to have a match in maine right um, against moment yes against uh former guest of the show mark moment and uh Oh, in classic fashion, classic main fashion. Um, and I don't want to put this company under the bus, but uh, they canceled the show last minute. And when, uh, the day of or a couple of days leading up? Day before. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they, they canceled last minute. And... Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm just gonna say they canceled last minute, and okay. so there, there went that. Okay. Um, but all good, all good. Um, I was already in Maine, um, so I got to hang out with Moment, and that was cool. <clears throat> but with so that being, 
I was gonna say, uh, so yeah, yesterday, I was about to say last week, but yeah, yesterday, uh, yesterday you had a show, correct? Yes, I did. Um, so this weekend I had two shows, one Friday, one Saturday, and uh, Osiris made his return to showcase pro wrestling. Nice. Yes. Um, and actually it was uh, quite, quite, uh, quite interesting. Uh, Friday night, um, former guest of the show, William Miles III. Yep. Um, he uh, was, was being interviewed by the Sarge. Uh, showcase pro wrestling fans will know who the Sarge is. Former WWF. Uh, so they announced him as former WWF superstar. But here's my thing. Sarge was there when there was a, a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Differentiation between who the superstars were. Okay. Um, and uh, Sarge was not one of the superstars. Sarge was uh, one of the guys getting beat by the superstars. Uh, but with that being said, props to Sarge for, like, like he was a regular. Um, he was actually on WWE's payroll for a period of time. Um, and he could be seen on Saturday morning superstars. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so shout out to Sarge. I, I love Sarge. He's a great guy. Um, but I just don't know how I feel about announcing him as former WWE superstar. Okay. Uh, you know, but, uh, but, but yeah, um, Sarge was interviewing William Miles III when uh, there was an interruption by flawless Nick Diamond. Okay. And... Uh, Nick Diamond actually attacked and beat up William Miles III. Um, and so that prompted me to come out uh, for the save. And then I challenged Nick Diamond, who is currently the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Champion. And uh, I challenged him to a match uh, for the belt. Um, right then, right there. Uh, he accepted. Um, we, we put on a, a heck of a match and Osiris came out the victor. Um, however, Nick Diamond then went on to say that he did not accept it for a title match. He was just accepting the match, non-title. Okay. Um, and so as a result, he, uh, he kept his belt. Um, so that was Friday night in Woonsocket. Uh, very light house due to the weather. Because uh, it was freezing cold. You ain't uh, kidding. Yeah, I didn't even want to leave to go to the show myself. So I don't blame the fans for not wanting right. to go. Right. Um, but uh, thankfully, last night showcase was uh, in Taunton. Um, and they had a much better turnout. They actually had to start putting up extra chairs. Because um, it was that kind of a turnout. And... Um, uh, you know, the weather was cold, but Showcase Pro Wrestling was hotter than ever this weekend. Uh, and uh, last night, Nick Diamond was being interviewed by Sarge. And uh, Nick Diamond actually called uh, William Miles III out. Um, William and I, we were at the show in the crowd, chilling, watching. Um, Nick Diamond called out William Miles III. So he, he went down to the ring just to say, hey, what's up? I'm just here tonight just to be a fan and, and enjoy the show. Um, but Nick Diamond couldn't accept that. He attacked him again. 
Um, you know, just a habitual attacker that Nick Diamond is. Um, so I ran out again and made the save um, from my seat in the crowd this time. I was just there in my, my nice dress clothes. I got my button-up shirt on, uh, looking looking fresh like only I can. Um, and uh, I said, you know what? I'm a man of action. I'm a man of the people. I'm here to give the people what they want. The businesses, entertainment, and what entertains the people is the side of blood. And uh, I challenged Nick Diamond uh, again to a match for, for the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Championship. Uh, right there, right now, live in Taunton. He accepted. I again beat him. And he again said that the title was not on the line. Um, so uh, the, the fans were not very happy about that. But uh, I was able to uh, get Sarge to agree to a rematch at Marchiversary on March 10th in Taunton, Massachusetts for the Showcase Pro Wrestling YouTube World Championship. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Uh, yes, sir. Before um, Friday and Saturday, was that the first time you faced Nick Diamond? Yes, it was actually. Okay. Um, okay. Oh no, it was not. I, I apologize. I faced. I wow, wow. He he would probably slap me. Um, funny enough, when I first returned to showcase with the fellowship uh, last year, um, Ronnie. There were a couple dates Ronnie couldn't make, and um, I wrestled Nick Diamond in singles action because he was one half of the tag champs at that point in time. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yes, I had wrestled Dick Diamond previously, but it was a very different Nick Diamond than he was last night. Yep. Um, a year a year has definitely been good for Nick Diamond. Kind of like a year has been good for Dominic Mysterio. Yep. Um, a year has been good for Nick Diamond. And uh, that's not saying, you know, that Nick Diamond was bad prior. Um, yep. But, but he has really, as of late, stepped up his game. Okay. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> So yeah, so shout out and props to him. We should get him on the show sometime. Maybe uh, once he and I have finished our business. Yeah, so the uh, differences. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, cool, 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 cool. So, uh, what is on your schedule? What is your uh, next event? Yeah, uh, we are going hot and heavy right now with Showcase Pro Wrestling. Um, yep. They, uh, their next show is next week, Saturday, February 11th. Nice. Uh, they will be in Franklin, Massachusetts. Nice. Yes, yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, the big show, not Paul White, but uh, Showcase Pro Wrestling, their big show is March Aversary, which will be uh, March 10th in yep. Taunton, Massachusetts. And that is their, actually funny enough, that is their WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. How's that work? Yep. Um, so Marchiversary is the, the big show for Showcase Pro Wrestling. That is their biggest show of the year. Right. Um, How's it also like the Rumble? Because they have a Royal Rumble match. Like a they legit Rumble it, or a Battle Royal? Yeah, legit, legit Rumble. Uh, they call it the guys? Gauntlet for the Gold. 30 guys. Okay. okay. Um, and they let the... Uh, so what they do, they put all the names in the hat. And they let the crowd pick the names. Uh, I think it's every minute. Okay. 
And uh, so, yeah, every 60 seconds, the, they will go to somebody in the crowd, let them pull the name, and that's who comes out next. Pretty dope. So, yeah, very interesting concept. Yeah. Um, you know, as a wrestler, you've got to be on your toes. Yeah, because um, you never know. Right, like literally, like you, you never know. Um, so you're just sitting there in the back waiting for your music to hit uh, and your name to be called. And, uh, and then, you know, I, I've got to say from having done the match, uh, I think I've only been a part of one of them, if I recall okay. correctly. But okay. uh, it was interesting because, like, yeah, you don't know uh, when you're going to be called out. But you do know, like, who's supposed to win and, you know, like, how it's supposed to end. So it's kind of interesting because, like, you might be one of the guys that's supposed to be at the end, but you get called out early. <laughs> that, you know, that might not have been part of your plan. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, I didn't do my extra cardio uh, this past week. I'm being joking. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, so, yeah, it makes it for a very interesting concept uh, and, and style of match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, shout out to Showcase for thinking of something like that, innovative like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and then, uh, but yeah, but it's also their WrestleMania. Uh, it's their biggest show of the year. Last year, I think it was, they said they had so many people they had to hire uh, a police detail. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was that kind of pandemonium. Wow. And uh, so, so yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, March 10th, Showcase Pro Wrestling, uh, taking on Nick Diamond, and I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here uh, on our show right now. Uh, so this is, a, this is an exclusive, people. This is an internet exclusive uh, or podcast exclusive. So if you are listening to our podcast, you are getting this information and news that nobody else in the world knows about. The uh, match with Nick Diamond, they're saying it might be a submission match. Okay. Okay. Um, so shout out and props uh, to Showcase Pro Wrestling for giving Osiris, the god of submission, um, the appropriate platform for him to be able to do his thing. Um, that's very cool of them. And... Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's the uh, y'all heard it here first. Um, it's not official, official. So if it doesn't happen, don't, don't, don't get mad at me. But, uh, but, but that's what they're saying right now that it's going to be a submission match uh, potentially, and uh, I think that's very cool. Dope, dope. Yeah. Looking forward, to it. looking forward to it. Uh... All right, cool. And, um, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I, I want to call this the uh, the the year of momentum. Um, you know, so so March 10th is March anniversary, and then yep. literally the next day, March 11th, NCW starts up their new season, and uh, and that'll be in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, and I don't know what I'm doing exactly on the show. But um, I had a long talk with JC yesterday, JC Marks, the uh, owner of NCW. We should have him on the show sometime. Indeed. Um, NCW, man, uh, number one, it started as a backyard company when he was in high school. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's been running for over 20 years. Uh, I want to say he said it was like 25 years, I think, coming up on this year. Okay. Um, 
and uh, I mean, it started as a backyard company when he was in high school, and now like is considered one of the premier companies in New England. Um, so, so good for him. Uh, it'd definitely be interesting to have him on the show and tell his story, his journey. Um, but yeah, he and I, and you know, I, I try not to go too inside baseball on the show because I don't want to ruin the magic for for wrestling fans. Right. But but at the same time, I, I feel like. I don't want to insult our fans' intelligence either. Right. And uh, so, you know, um, what I will say is, you know, JC is the promoter and owner of NCW. He is also the uh, booker. Uh, and um, he and I had a uh, nice long chat yesterday about uh, this coming year. And um, again, so yeah, I'm going to go inside baseball and uh, let y'all let y'all know some inside scoop because I think you might appreciate this as well, um, Mr. Bundy. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, JC wants Osiris to kind of go in a new direction this year. Okay. Um, as kind of a uh, cult leader. Uh, okay. With his own, with his own faction um, behind him. Um, but but the the twist is that uh, people don't necessarily want to be in this cult. Okay. But Osiris is gonna make them be in the cult. And uh, I, I I dug his ideas. Um, I had never heard of Nexium. Have you ever heard of Nexium? Nope. Yeah, I, I hadn't either. Um, but apparently, it, it was a cult in the two uh, thousands. Okay. Um, led by uh, this guy Ken Rivera I think his name was uh, or something like that um, it's not Rivera uh, but it's something similar to that so don't at me people um, but uh, but but yeah this guy um, he was like a video game guy um, the old school Atari games and uh, yep. he started like he started a pyramid scheme cult uh, <laughs> called Nexum and uh or nexium um and like the whole thing was like oh like you paid like five grand to join and like you learned like how to live a better life um and then like you got other people to join and you'd get paid like by getting other people to join like it was really interesting um like i said i'd never heard of it but jc told me about it this was kind of where he got the idea for the gimmick so i went down the rabbit hole and i was like yeah this is some interesting stuff and osiris could definitely have a lot of fun with this um, something I I had actually pitched to JC after watching some old school He-Man um, I had pitched to JC that I wanted a faction because I, I was watching Skeletor um, <laughs> and I was like man like he just has so much fun with his uh, minions um, <laughs> and I was thinking I, I could do the same because I want to be like you know I'm evil <laughs> I don't know um and uh, so I pitched to JC about having a faction and he kind of, uh, I don't know if he was feeling it. Like I was explaining to him how Skeletor like would be with his minions. Um, and uh, I had pitched that months back, um, but uh, I don't know that JC was feeling that per se, but clearly the idea of me having a faction stuck in his head, he played around with it um, and he had, oh, uh, that's the thing. Uh, this Nexium group, I, I forget if it's on HBO or Netflix. But there's a uh, there's a whole documentary uh, about them. Oh wow! Um, yeah, um, it's like a series. Um, 
And so uh, he had been watching that, and that's where he got the idea of making Osiris the, this crazy cult leader guy. Um, but I think that's cool. I, I like I like the idea and the concept, and I'm looking forward to having fun with it. Um, again, some more inside information for people listening to the show. Uh, I had actually had this idea. Um, wow, I actually, I'm, I'm going to see if I have a date on it in my phone because um, it's in my notes. Uh, let's see. Okay, so the last time I updated this was August 18th, 2022. Yep. Um, but I'm like, I had had this idea well before then. I know that. Um, so I, I wish I remembered when I first had the idea. But uh, for a gimmick idea, I wanted to do the Branch Osirian Church. Okay. Uh, which would be a take on the Branch, uh, Branch Davidian Church in Waco, Texas. Okay. Um, which was that whole uh, standoff in 1993 with the FBI and the, the big battle and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a cult uh, situation over there um, with David Koresh. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to do like a gimmick kind of based on that. Um, and then, you know, I'd kind of just kind of let it fall by the wayside. Um, and uh, so for JC to come up with this cult gimmick idea, I'm like, ooh, like this is something that I had already played with previously um, and can now probably like really branch out and do some cool things with it. Definitely be dope to see in this, you know, uh, full, you know, entity. Yes, yes. Um, especially because right now it is very much just in the incubation stages. Right. So, uh, so yeah, to see it fully played out, I mean, you know, by March 11th, we'll, we will at least know what the idea is. Um, you know, we've got about a month to, to like really like, and then, you know, but once we really know what the idea is, then we got to like implement it. And I'm like, that's what's going to be fun is like really watching it like grow and play out and get good. Right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know. You and JC could come to understand you know, how to, you know, change up your character. Yes, yes, um, and I think that'll be good for that'll be good for me, uh, good for Osiris, because yeah, I need some evolution right now. Um, you know, they say that uh, evolution is a mystery; uh, it's full of change that no one sees. Yeah, um, clock makes a fool of history. Um, and yeah, I think Osiris could use an evolution. Uh, we've seen. Uh, 2022 was the year of the 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 monster Osiris, um, but I'm like 2023. I think needs to be a, a whole different type of, of beast. Nothing wrong with a you know. I'd be surprised to know if any wrestler hadn't gone through some sort of gimmick change. Like they didn't start from the inception and then retired as the same character. You know. Steve Mongo McMichael. Okay. Good one. Maybe even like Steamboat. Yeah, Steamboat. Although even Steamboat had his evolutions. Uh, really? You know, yeah. Like you had uh, that in 1991, I think, the dragon where he was like breathing fire and stuff like that. 
Yeah, well, that's the only time I remember him in the WWF. Yeah, doing that, and he came down with the the iguana. But yeah, well, yeah. That's, hasn't it always been his gimmick? But I mean, like he wasn't always breathing fire. Like that's why I'm like it was an evolution. That's more of a presentation uh, entrance. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Like he's still Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, but I feel it's, you. It's rare though that to see that. Like even like the, even the most like. Even Macho Man and Hogan, they always, you know, maybe Piper, maybe he, he, he somewhat stayed the same. Yeah, actually, I feel like Piper was always just Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Bagpipes were always uh, playing. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, talk about saying the same. I think he had the same music. Same yeah. Everything. Although, arguably, I mean, Savage, Savage was always the same, too. I feel like his only evolution was his body. Well, in, in WCW, Nitro is a little different than WWF Macho. You think so? Yeah, he was turned up. I mean, but he was I, still, I feel like he was still the Macho Man, like, just, just turned up a level. Yeah, uh, but it was, you could definitely tell there were two different Macho Mans. Like, you can even say the same thing about Hogan when he became MW, NWO Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, but it was still, you know what I'm saying, Hogan, but it was a different... Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I and I, I fully feel you with Hogan. Yeah. And with with that being said, I understand what you're saying about Macho. Right, 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 right. But like with Steamboat, we never saw that. Piper, we never saw that. Yeah. Um Flair. Ah no. Flair was always... No Flair. Ah when he went when he did the the, the, the crazy went the crazy gimmick. Okay, President Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very different. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all in the, it's all in the, the wrestling biz. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it happens. Definitely. It's par, it's par for the course. For sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah. right, um, trying to think, uh, since we, for like the past several months, we've been pretty much, uh, WWE centric. Uh, anything happening in the AEW world of thing? Yeah, um, new TNT champion in AEW. Um, I don't understand it like at all. Okay. Um, Darby Allen beat Samoa Joe uh, what, like a month ago, I think. Okay. For the uh, TNT championship, and now Samoa Joe beat Darby Allen um, to get it back. Okay. And uh, from what I understand, you know, going inside baseball, Darby Allen's going to be doing like a movie. Oh, dope. Um, yeah, yeah. So good for him. Um, but I'm just, I'm like, why'd you put the belt on him for a month? Like, you could have just let Samoa Joe, like, build up momentum yeah, and steam and do his own thing. Yeah, rock out with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you got rookie, uh, rookie bookers in the back. You know, you got to let them learn their mistakes. Basically. Basically. Um, aside from that, oh, my homegirl Jade Cargill, who man, I mean, she is just money, like, yeah. like money. Uh, she just had her fiftieth uh, match. Okay. Um, and she is now fifty and O. Oh. Uh, nice. And I think it's legit her fiftieth like match, like in front of a crowd. Nice. I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, AEW is the only like crowd she's ever worked in front of. Has she improved or is she still green? She's improving 
show to show. She's still green. Don't get me wrong. Like she's still got a, a lot of improvement to go. Okay. But I mean, every week she improves. Okay. There, there is some aspect of her every week that will be a little bit better. Okay. So are you looking forward to the day she uh, goes against Mercedes Monday? Monroe? If that happens, uh, yeah, I, I'm all about it. Okay. Okay. Who would you um, Who would you have uh, carry the match? Who would you you know be the the ring general in that match? Oh, I mean, okay. there's only one boss. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Sasha, Sasha is underrated, um, you know, as a wrestler. Um, okay. I don't think she's ever had a bad match. Okay. Uh, and she is, Sasha, Sasha is Okada. Really? You think so? I, I'm going to put her on that kind of level. And, and Pete says, here's why I say that. Like, Okada has these great matches with, like, everybody. Yep. But nobody talks about how good Okada is. <laughs> like it was like, oh, Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, Zack Saber Jr. But like, oh yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, because I was saying we, yeah, you, you mentioned that talked about this, yeah, yeah, up to five star, he's just had as much in those uh, matches as, as as well, right? So. Um, you know, so it's funny to me, and I, I feel the same way about Sasha. I'm like, all those top female matches, it's like Sasha and Charlotte, Sasha and Becky, Sasha and Bailey, you yeah. know. And like, but no one ever talks about Sasha out of that. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, so yeah. Uh, so besides um, Jade, who else, what else is going on? Uh, EW. Um, MJF is still champion. He's feuding with uh, Brian Danielson. Okay. They are going to have an Iron Man match. Um, so that should be interesting. Yep. Um, and potentially pretty good. Yep. Uh, what else? And AEW. So I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't watch a lot of AEW anymore. I haven't watched Rampage in like a year. What um, turned? Too much Orange Cassidy. Hilarious. Here's what I realized. I actually, I, I saw an article last week and it made me realize I'm like, AEW is not meant for me per se. Um, you know who was the top merchandise seller in 2022? Who's that? Danhausen. Really? Yeah. How's he in ring? Because I've never seen him actually wrestle. I, I've only seen him wrestle once and I'm trying to even remember it. Because okay. uh, I just remember seeing him without a shirt on and being like, how's this guy get signed? Um, he has a look, though. Yeah. And that's but, what... Uh, don't forget, wrestling is a carny sport, so if you have a look, that that's at least 50% right there. But he's got a bird chest, no arms, five foot nothing, hundred and nothing. But is he like... He's not fighting giant guys. Like He's not going against like... The Hobbs and the Brian Cages, right? He's like fighting like like guys like his size though, like the Ricky Starks or the uh Yeah, I'm like I'm trying to even remember who he wrestled in his one match because I'm like I don't even remember who it was. I feel like it was him and Hook in a tag match. Uh, yeah, okay. people. And he's and uh, he's probably Hook size, so I mean Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay. Um, All right. Yeah, because they were Hookhausen for like a month. 
Okay. And uh, and yeah, um, it was definitely it was a tag match of some sort. But I feel like otherwise Van Housen, he's kind of like a he's not a manager. Right. Um, is it like a I feel like a mascot? <laughs> Would that be the right okay. term? Okay. All um, right. For Orange Cassidy and the good friends or the best friends. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, which uh, shout out to Trent Beretta, underrated talent. Um, I, I I'm sure he he's very happy being in the group uh, with his friends, but um, he's better than that. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, but but yeah, uh, so Danhausen, number one merchandise seller of 2022. That's uh, impressive. Yeah, very very. Um, you know, I, I think number two was CM Punk. Um, That's hilarious, uh, right? He hasn't wrestled uh, in almost a year now. I mean, six months probably. It, okay, it was, um, you know, brawl out. That was what August or September. Okay. Um, it was, in fact, it was Memorial Day weekend, so September. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so probably about six months now. Um, okay. But uh, but but yeah, just seeing that Danhausen was the number one merch seller, I was like, this. This uh, this company isn't geared towards what my flavor of ice cream would be. I got you. I got you. You know, um, I, don't get me wrong. I uh, there's still a lot of stuff on it that I do like. Yep. Um, you know, and so I try to catch up with that stuff, uh, especially some of the in ring action. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard uh, Timothy F- Timothy Thatcher made his debut uh, last week against Brian Danielson. Nice. I didn't know he got released from uh, WWE. Oh, yeah, like a long time ago. But it was like one of those quiet releases. Um, Okay. All right. I think he was part of like one of those groups. Speaking of releases, and uh, it's funny, I I don't know if this is going to be controversial to say, but but I've been watching old school black and gold NXT. Yep. Velveteen Dream was on his way to being the man, I think. Oh, definitely. I think a lot of people would agree. That's why everybody shakes their head at, uh, you know, stuff that happened after, out the ring. It's like wasted potential. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, I've been watching stuff and I'm like, wow, like, at the time, I didn't appreciate how good he was. Right. Like, and right. I'm going back, watching it now, and I'm like, wow, like, I mean, I knew he had the character and all that down. But right. even his matches, like, I'm like, no, he's having solid matches, like, and it's not just with Aleister Black, because if it was just with Aleister Black, you'd be like, well, yeah, Aleister Black carried him. Speaking um, of, how is he doing in AEW? Yeah, he's got the House of Black. Um, so this still running with that? Yep, still running with that. Right. Uh, and uh, I guess he's, you know, he's back. Because, um, you know, him and Buddy Murphy were both out for a minute. That's the last time I heard of them, but I wasn't sure yeah. if anything to the fact. They, they, they brought them back through vignettes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they've been doing these uh, kind of spooky vignettes where, like, one person's talking, like, in a very dark room. Okay. And then, like, he steps back in the shadows and, like, another person steps forward. Like, so you can't tell the whole group is there. Okay. Like, because it's dark. Like, so until someone steps forward, like, you can't see them. Okay. And then, like, at the end, like, they, they light it up and you see, like, they're all standing there together. Okay. Um, all right. So, kind of cool effects. Um, I'm surprised they I, never put them in, like, the whole trio's belt run. Yeah, I am too. Um, my, 
I feel mean saying this um, because the Young Bucks have been nothing but great to me personally. Um, And when I say they've been nothing but great to me personally, I mean the one time that I met them at a Dragon Gate show and they offered me a a White Castle cheeseburger. Yeah, great Uh, tag Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, You know, and to me, that's, you know, I I was there on the pre show. um, Yeah. What's that? I think they're better than the Hardys. Let's not, let's not, let's not go crazy. I mean, um, I could, I could go have a list of why they're better, but go on. Um, but, but yeah, with all that being said, the Bucks were nothing but great to me in that moment. Um, yep. And so I, I can only say good things about them as far as how I interact with them. Yep. But uh, Jim, Jim Cornette and Brian Last, I have a theory that the Bucks don't want to be in the ring with guys that might look better than them. What do you mean? They've had matches all in Japan, and, and Japan's they you know light years ahead of American wrestlers. I mean, that was then. Oh, they're, they're saying now in AEW. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The Bucks yeah, don't, don't want to. They've had matches with FTR when they first came. Yeah, but once FTR got hot, they they never had that that match that everybody thought was going to happen. Oh, really? And it's, yeah, like it, it made no sense, like because FDR had every belt but the AEW tag belts, which the Bucks had. Right. And it was like, oh, we're gonna get the big match. FTR is really hot right now. The Bucks are really hot, but then the Bucks just randomly dropped the belts to Keith Lee and Swerve, and like didn't take on FTR. Oh, okay. Yeah, but and, don't you like in, in the name of Swerve? Yeah, yeah, I, I dug that. Like, I got no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I understand why Brian Last and uh, Jim Cornette, they, they, because to your point, like, yeah, the, the um, House of Black is not involved in this trio stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bucks are running rough, r- roughshod through that with Kenny Omega. Um, so yeah, do they not want to be in there with the House of Black? Will Will Buddy Murphy make Kenny Omega look small? Um, you know, will Alistair Black like, like look really like good? Though, aren't they? But I don't know. I want to see them next to each other so bad because like okay, okay. Uh, because I'm not sure. I'm like, but I've it's funny. Buddy Murphy like in some in some shots like he looks like he's seven feet tall, five hundred pounds of chisel <laughs> muscle. Like, <laughs> Okay. And then in, in all the shots, he looks like he might be five foot three, two hundred pounds of chiseled muscle. Hilarious. <laughs> but it's like uh, the Liver King. Um, are you familiar with the Liver King? Yeah. yeah yes. 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 That uh, they busted him on his supplemental. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought I thought that dude was like ten feet tall. Really? Because yeah. he always looked short. Well, I don't. I see. I had only seen him like in clips by himself or with his chef, or his kid. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. so I'm like, oh, like, and my the way my brain works, like, if if yep. you're jacked, like, I just immediately think you're tall too. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, like, I saw a clip of him with like some YouTube influencers, and I was like, oh, he's he's a little guy. <laughs> I mean, he, he's jacked. He's 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 big, but like he's yeah. short. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so that surprised me. Joe Rogan being short surprised me. Okay. Um, so yeah. So yeah. If you're if you're muscular, I immediately and if I have no other frame of reference. <laughs> well, I say, what did you think? What well, was Franco Colombo like? He's <laughs> <laughs> well, he was always standing next to Arnold. 
Oh, okay. So, so he always looks short. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, I got you. I got you. But yeah, it's, it's interesting than the drills. Um, speaking of the drills, is it still at the champ still? Um, uh, Ray Phoenix, Lucha Bros, and uh, Pac? No, no. Oh. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Oh, okay. So the, they, won, uh, they won the best of seven? They won the best of seven. Okay. Um, in like a hardcore match, I believe, or like a pinfalls count anywhere. I don't, you know. Okay. Which is basically the same thing, but, you know, mm-hmm. in one you can pin people outside the ring and one you can't, but otherwise it's the exact same thing. So I don't remember which one it was, but it was one or the other. It was the seventh match. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we'll see where things go uh, with Indeed. all of that. Um, and I do intend to be watching some more AEW, uh, keeping up with it for our fans of, of the podcast. Yeah, because uh, that's your baby. Yeah, yep, that's my baby. So I, I will be on top of that better. Um, but I mean, this Bloodline stuff has just had me wanting to watch WWE. Like I'm like, <laughs> that, that's been first priority of anything. That's hilarious. Um, you know, but but yeah, but as this Bloodline thing is running down, I will be giving more priority to AEW. Um, Can AEW current roster do something similar? Have a captivated storyline like that with the current guys? Actually, could they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could, um, but I just don't think they would. Okay, um, I'm like, I, I, it's tough. Roman Roman's on a different level right now. Um, right. I actually just but watched the other day. Roman. What's that? Is Roman because Sammy? He's like going his range of emotions is, is pretty dope. Uh, Jay. Yeah. Uh, his range of emotion is like, woo! Seriously. Even, uh, so, Jimmy's actually the weakest link, and he already do nothing. <laughs> Aside from he's Super got the secret handshake! Yeah, but I mean, come on now. <laughs> he's got the smile, the, 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 the big smile, and, and the secret handshake. But, um, when, when they were feuding on Roman, who was it the, that was on the outs? Was it Jimmy or Jay? When they had it's their little... Jay. Oh, okay, so yeah, so I think Jay's been like, is the low low key like MVP of of it all? Yeah, you know, um, main, main event Jay Uso. That that was the, that's where it all started. Yeah, um, you know, him and Roman, and, uh, and then finally he was like, "Fine, I acknowledge you." And yeah, yeah, ooh. So uh, they have like about... if he was the first, the last one to acknowledge him, but then also like the last one, the first one to like defy him but still being the last one to embrace Sammy like long 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 play storyline yes that's what I that, that, that was my reaction just a second ago I just that all that just clicked in my head like <laughs> ooh. and it's like yeah Jay you know no wonder Jay came to save his defense Jay has been through this <laughs> like he knows how Sammy feels yeah so yeah. I mean yeah, it's gonna be interesting when um, Roman goes super, super part time, and you don't see him on like <laughs> every six months uh, SmackDown episode. Like, it's gonna be interesting how they feel in that time. But like I said, Jay's been handling the situation. Hopefully, Jimmy can come in his own. You know, uh, Solo's been the, the 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 quiet, you know, you know, goon, uh, you know, boss guy, inf- enforcer guy. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting. It will be. I I would love to see. Uh, are you familiar with Jacob Fatu? Yes. From yes. MLW? Yeah. Yeah. If they bring him over, or if they, yeah. they could bring him over. 
yeah, if they could bring him over, I'm like, I'm sure they could buy out his contract. I'm like, AEW bought out Darby Allen's contract and MJF's contract. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm sure WWE could buy out Jacob Fatu's contract. I forgot, um, since we're on the topic of our Samoans, we forgot to mention that uh, Nia Jax came back on the wounds. Oh, yes, that's right. She was number 30. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's not so, like most girls. So it seems like now she's uh, back. Well, I don't know if she signed a lengthy con- what what the contract stipulations is, but it sounds like she's now back. Uh, I think that I don't think that was like a one and done. Yeah, rumor and innuendo I saw is that she did not sign a contract, but that was not a one and done. Right. Um, so it's more like up in the air. Yeah. See, it'd be um, dope if she joined the bloodline while while Roman is you know on his like sabbatical. You know, she comes in and then they have a feud with uh, Retribution. So you got Rhea and Nia going against each other. Then you got like the bloodline going against, you know, Finn of them. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask that you stop calling them Retribution because Retribution is garbage. I mean, just... (laughs) Yeah. Retribution. (laughs) um, Shout out to all the members. Because that's what... um, Isn't that what The Rock's daughter's in now? Nah, nah, nah. That's... uh, What is that group called? Uh, I don't remember what that group's called, but Retribution was um, that garbage group um, with... Uh, they, they renamed everybody. So you had Donovan Dijak. Um, who's back and, now? Yeah, who's back now. Uh, you had Mustafa Ali um, and a bunch of other people. And okay. they all had stupid names. They, they named Donovan Dijak T-Bar. Yep. Um, and all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, you had, you had that, that group that Mustafa Ali was the leader of and was like <laughs> hacking into the system. And then, like, nothing happened. What do you think of Mustafa's uh, as a you know performer? Oh, I mean, dude gets busy. Um, probably underrated, but at the same time, probably thinks higher of himself than he actually is. Ooh, sounds like some shots fired. That's not even shots fired. Like, like uh, I said, uh, I, I I prefaced it by saying he's probably underrated. Yeah, but then you like, <laughs> but you did, but like then you. You spinning this coffee right after you said that. <laughs> well, just, uh, I mean, the rumor, not even rumor, he tweeted that he wanted out of his contract and he wanted to be used better. So you can't even call yeah. that rumor unless he got hacked. Yeah, but that's every wrestler, though. Every wrestler feels they, unless you're the main event, like, feels like they, they can be used better. Right. But, like, for him to publicly state that, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know that he's a main event guy. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, he, look at Steph. They're like about the same, I, I, and Steph is like a man of men. I don't know that they're the same. You don't uh, think so? No, I think Ali's a little smaller. Really? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, but um, I think Steph also has those lips in his boots, though. <laughs> um, maybe like, Ali should get some. Maybe Ali should get some too. I don't know. You might. Well, there you go. Might, somebody, you know, drop a birdie in his ear to let him know. Yeah, yeah, um, but I I do think Seth's a little bigger than Ali. Like when I when I see Seth Rollins, I never think of him as looking small against anybody. Okay, but Mustafa Ali, like they they gave him a gimmick where like he looks small against everybody and gets beat up. Okay, okay. Um, okay. And actually, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I think it was just by Bobby Lashley. Oh, all right. He looks but still. Everybody be small to him. Yeah. 
But but point being, I'm like, yeah, they gave Mustafa Ali the gimmick for like three weeks. Yeah, it was just Bobby Lashley, but it was like three weeks of Mustafa Ali. It was almost like a cartoon where Mustafa <laughs> Ali was like, you know, oh, like I'm gonna get Lashley this time. Like he just respected me. And then Lashley would like throw him across the room, literally. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, a very interesting 2023 in wrestling. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and get out of the ring. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, say. It's mostly WWE. It seems like AEW pretty much locked into their situation not a whole lot other than the CM Punk situation now that that you know simmered down uh, but other than that it's yeah, simmered down but it's not it's not resolved well his contract isn't this the year his contract ends like I want to say I think he's got one more year alright I'm gonna have to check after the episode but I, okay. I feel like he came in for a three year deal not last year but the year before right right 2021 with the WWE, they got, you know, the whole Mania uh, lineup coming up, and you got, like, the whole Vince, is you got buy coming up, then potential is The Rock going to show up, and it's just so much stuff that's happening that, like I said, AEW, other than the CM Punk thing, and I can't really think of two other big things going into that, so far. I mean, we only started the year, so we who knows what yeah. it would be like from now. For sure. I think the biggest thing for AEW this year is going to be MJF. Um, yeah, but he's still uh, all, on his contract, right? He's got the, the bidding war of 2024. Yeah, so he's still uh, locked in this year, though. But, but what I think, he's, he's currently the heavyweight champion. Right. I, to make will, they, will, they, will they keep that on him the whole year? I don't know. I don't know. You know It'll be and that's that's why I say he's going to be the the most interesting thing this year because, you know, we all know about the bidding war twenty twenty four like that's yeah. and that's January I think. But that's if Vince doesn't sell the company yet. By the time all the WWE roster could be in over in AEW for all we know next year, <laughs> right? Triple H could be in AEW. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean twenty twenty three could be something. Yeah, going to be a crazy year. Yeah. Uh, Today, do you have a water jug or since yeah. it's so cold, you freeze? <laughs> nah, it's uh, it's still still working. Okay, got it right here next to me. We got uh, today's message: less humility, more pride. Okay, all right, nice. It's I can something different, it. right? You can take it. And, uh, but, and here's the thing behind that: because uh, I got into a talk with someone uh, about it because they didn't understand it, but I'm like, nah, I'm like. If you take pride in what you do, you're going to do a good job at it, no matter right. what it is. So I'm like, you know, whether you work at McDonald's and like you are the fry guy, yep. you're the best fry guy out there and be proud of it. Don't be like, oh, man, I only work at McDonald's. Be like, I work at McDonald's and I crush it on the fry machine and my my ice cream machine is never broken. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. So, so that's that's what that's all about, folks. Like, yeah. yeah, when I say less humility, more pride. Like, it's just take pride in whatever it is that you do and be the best at it. Yeah, yeah. I can I, I can run with that. Uh, well, uh, on that note, do you want to uh, put us out? Like we always do about this time. 
Yeah, uh, nah, y'all have been a beautiful, beautiful audience. I'm acting like I can see you. Um, <laughs> and uh, But yeah, no, we appreciate you being here this week with us on Before the Three Count. We appreciate the 10 or 11 of you that are following us on Instagram at this time. Um, we definitely appreciate that. For those that aren't What's following on Instagram. What's the Instagram ha- uh, handle? Yeah. At before the three count. And that's before the number three count. Um, so yeah, so for those of you that aren't following us on Instagram, definitely give us a follow. Uh, we are posting more regularly now. Uh, so, so there will always be interesting things to, to see on there. And actually, as I think about it, because uh, I remember saying to myself this week when I was posting on there, oh, a benefit of this page, um, I can post things on here that are going on news-wise. Uh, so number one, folks, you know, subscribe to the Instagram page because you might, you might see breaking wrestling news there first before you see it elsewhere. Um, and one of the things I posted about this week, Kota Abushi is now a free agent. Ooh. Yeah, because didn't he have like a, a crazy situation that he was like getting harassed or something like that? Yes. But um, yeah, but, that was what, like last year, I want to say, 2022? Yeah. yeah, I think that was early last year. And uh, might have even been 2021. Like, it was a long time ago, I feel like. And I feel like it never really got resolved. It just kind of, like... Yeah, it just went under the radar. Yeah, it just went under the radar. But he is now officially a free agent uh, as of this past week. And uh, they're saying every company is interested. They say WWE is interested. AEW is interested. Impact is interested. I think it would be better for AEW. Because you saw what happened when they had to use Kenta. Yeah... Yeah, <laughs> but then again, Shinsuke um, is doing well, so who knows? Yeah, I'm like Triple H. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we, we shall see. We shall see. But all right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So um, shout out to the Instagram page, and shout out to um, why am I missing a dumbbell? <laughs> That's really weird. Oh, it's on the floor. I don't know why it's on the floor, but uh, <laughs> uh, for for those wondering, I'm I'm in my gym because this is where, where we close the show out from, and uh, I was just looking at my dumbbell rack and noticed a, a dumbbell out of place. Um, but anyways, so yeah, y'all can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here. You're listening to us, and <laughs> we appreciate you. We love you. Um, keep listening to us. Keep checking out the Instagram page. Um, keep, keep being proud of what you do. And, uh, until next time, y'all, uh, peace, love, and chicken grease. One, two, three.